Welcome, everyone, to episode five of Sis and Big Pops Culture. We are a father and adult daughter duo, and we dive into all things geek, nerd, and fandom, each episode with a family-friendly twist. That's right. I am Big Pops, a.k.a. Todd Turner, a.k.a. Mosaic Fan Art. And I am Sis, a.k.a. Hannah Jo. That's awesome. Woo! By the way, just as, just as a public service announcement, I want to say we are still learning how to do this podcast thing via remote. And last episode, the volume was a little janky, but hey, thank you for joining us on this adventure. Yes. Uh, Pops has a microphone. I know. It's called a blue something. It's... <laughs> It looks like a ball. It's a blue Yeti snowball, Dad. That's what you have. Oh, blue snowball. But it's got like a red light on the top. I feel like I'm being hypnotized. Mine has a red oh, light well. on it, too. You're silly. Oh, maybe we're both being hypnotized. Dual hypnotized. That's Dual it. Dual hypnotism. I know it. So what's on our what's on plate for today? Yeah, so as usual, we're going to start out with um, some pop culture news in your pool list and then go on to what we're binging. Um, and then the movie we're going to talk about today is the original animated Mulan in honor of the new Mulan movie that came out this week. And we're going to talk about a four um, comic book run of Death in the Family. Ooh, which has to do with Batman and Robin. Which has to do with Batman, Robin, and the Joker. Well, let's... um, This is sort of sad because, you know, we talked about um, nerd news. And the biggest thing, really, that happened since we spoke last was we lost Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, he passed away. Yeah. um, He had colon cancer, and he passed on Saturday. Uh, Hannah texted me. T- caught me totally off guard. Yeah, me too. Um, my my friend Marianne, she contacted me to tell me, and I thought she was kidding. I'm like, this is a really weird joke to tell someone. And yeah, that's not a joke. I mean, I I know, of course, it wasn't a joke. It's just it was completely caught everyone unaware. I don't think um, anyone other than his immediate family knew what was happening to him. Yeah, so I found out today um, that Kevin Feige. Um, who is the guy who basically weaves all the Marvel movies together? He's a big Kahuna. Yes. Um, didn't they, he didn't know? Marvel really? didn't even know. They wow. found out when yes, when we found out. So he was uh, diagnosed with stage three colon cancer um, in 2016, which was when they filmed Civil War. Gotcha. So okay. the entire time we have known Chadwick Boseman as the Black Panther. He has been fighting cancer mm. and was slated to be in Black Panther 2, which was supposed to start filming next year. And um, I also read today that up until a week before he passed, he was he thought he was going to beat it. Mm. So it's just, it's just sad. So sad. Cancer is so sad. Colon cancer and specifically is so sad. And I- what it, you know, we didn't, we didn't watch the, we've watched the Black Panther movie multiple times. Yeah. And we've seen every movie that um, the Black Panther's been in the Marvel Universe. We've watched them gazillions of times. Very true. You know? um, so uh, 
what did, what do you think? What do you, uh, you know, what was your feeling? What, what did the, the inclusion of Black Panther in the Marvel universe, what did that, what does that mean to you? What did that mean to you? What did it do for you? I, I love that they did that. I love that um, his sister is a young black woman who is queen of technology and who has created all of these wonderful things that drives this um, community forward. I've watched a lot of documentary, a lot. I've watched a couple documentaries about it and watched all the special features of Black Panther to kind of look at. I'm, I'm really interested in um, how they make movies. I think that's very interesting. And so I've watched some directors, um, the director of Black Panther and the costume designer Ryan of Black Panther Coogler. talk about how they've created this space to like, what would it look like if an African nation, a black nation um, just developed without any outside influences? Like what would that look like? What would their traditions be? And I think that is very beautiful to be able to, to watch that, um, to be able to see that was beautiful. And um, the, the costume designer, um, she has a special on Netflix called Abstract where she kind of goes through like how she created the costumes. And I don't know, I just think it was, it was very powerful and very beautiful for all of these young black people to see this person and even powerful for me, like a 25 year old white girl to see this happening was just beautiful is the only word I can think of. Yeah. Um, the, the whole, now I've known black Panther all my life. Um, because I'm big into comic books. Black Panther actually goes, <laughs> got his first appearance was in the Fantastic Four and they're my go-to. You, Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Four is your favorite comic book. Exactly. So, um, the interesting thing about Black Panther is that um, there's a lot we could talk about it forever. And maybe we can do that next week. We could talk about Black Panther. I don't know. Yeah, that'd be but cool. um, the thing about the Black Panther coming out in the movie for me was I, I had never realized that, you know, being a white guy, old white guy, I never realized that how underrepresented uh, people of color or even uh, women or people mm -hmm. of other orientations, whatever you want to say, are just not represented in the comic culture. So after the movie came out and then I um, went, I had a booth at a comic uh, and seeing the number of people of color dressed up as Black Panther. Now this is before Miles Morales came out and in into the Spider-Verse, which was also another push forward for that as well. It made me realize, oh my gosh, first of all, the art that I do, which is mosaic. You, panel, yeah, you do. I hadn't done any. I don't think we've talked about your art on this, dad. So dad well, does, uh, dad just, we'll, we'll go over it really. Dad does stained glass mosaic art where he does like basically what could be in like church windows, not exactly the same stained glass. You just stained glass mosaics. So it's not like with lead and stuff like that. Um, but they're based on comic book characters. Right. Or panels or, you know, yeah. some of it's right out of the comic book. So I had not realized I had not done any characters of color, none. Now that wasn't out of, um, oh, what do you call it? It wasn't like I did it on purpose. Mm -hmm. It was that, you know, I wanted to do the characters that that 
our most popular or that I had grown up with. So, you know, Batman, Superman, exactly. Yeah. And I thought, golly, it's time. I need to do, first of all, you know, uh, some more women and some people of color. So I created because of that, the Black Panther mosaic that I did, which is just fantastic. You did a Black Panther mosaic, you've done a Miles Morales mosaic. mm Mm-hmm. But, um, so that, you know, it's different than the Falcon. The Falcon um, is a person of color as well, but he really, he didn't. He was like a sidekick. He was a sidekick. sidekick. He was like, that's, I mean, the Falcon is. He's not a sidekick no more. He's not like that's, I'm stoked to see where they do with that with Falcon and Winter Soldier and that thing that Disney plus is going to come out with. So that's going to be iconic. I heard they finished filming. Stoked about that. And like he was created to help Captain America. That's why he was put into this, put in the comic book realm. T'Challa is a king. So it's like a king of his own nation. Like it's, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And to see him in Civil War, um, he, you know, his dad was killed. Yeah. By this guy. Yeah. His dad was killed by this guy. And at the end, when Captain America and Bucky are fighting Iron Man and uh, the character who we would call Baron Zemo, I mean, in the comic book, that's what he's called. But when the character is out there and he's listening to his wife on the phone, you know, and he's like, you know, I'm, I did what I wanted to do. I'm tearing them apart. I'm ready to go meet my wife. And he gets ready to, you know, gets ready to kill himself. And, uh, the black Panther says, you know, I, I, uh, I almost, these were, I almost went after the wrong person. And uh, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to kill you. I'm not going to kill them. He he pulls them, he retracts them. They come back in. I don't know if you remember Mm -hmm. that scene I do. when they're in the snow. And then the guy gets ready to shoot himself and the black, you know, he says, I'm ready to He's go like, You're not see gonna my do dead that wife, basically. He says, the living aren't done with you yet. And he mm-hmm. puts his hand over that gun, you know, over the, over the barrel of the gun. And so, um, I don't know. It's just, it's, it was, it's, it's a sad time it's for, really sad. um, everybody, you know, and Mark, because apparently this guy, you know, had to, this guy had to have had an amazing character just for people to have kept his secret so long. Yeah. You know, that says a lot about what people think of you, that they're going to, because in nowadays in time when people. Yeah, I'm like Hollywood surprised it wasn't leaked want. or something like that. I had no clue. Yeah. None. 43 years old. It's very sad. And he died on Jackie Robinson Day. I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah, so he played Jackie Robinson in the movie 42. I just watched that this week. Um, and Jackie Robinson broke the color bar- barrier in baseball. Yes. And one day, every year, one day, every, it was interesting because in the movie, Pee Wee Reese, who was a shortstop for Gordon Rogers, who's from Kentucky. Oh, hey. Um, they, they go to play the Cincinnati Reds, which was, which had all these people who were ultra racist. You know, they consider that basically the South. It's that close. And, and um, Pee Wee Reese goes out there and puts his arm around Jackie Robinson while everyone is yelling all these terrible things at him. Yeah, because know, in, like we're from dead. Kentucky and we don't have a Major League Baseball team. So our baseball team is Cincinnati it's Reds. So people Reds. in Kentucky who yes. root for baseball generally root for the Reds. But 
So they and plus they have to see Pee Wee Reese play for the Dodgers. So you had all these people from Kentucky come up there, and um, he goes out there while these people are screaming all these horrible things. And this really did happen. I looked it up and puts his arm around him and talks to him out there before the game starts. And people are like, oh, gosh. And in the movie, he says, maybe one day we'll all wear number 42. That way they won't be able to tell us apart, mm. which I thought one day a year, Major League Baseball, really? every team – Where's the number 42? Every player on every team. Oh, I love that. And I didn't know and that. Chadwick Boseman Saturday. That is Saturday was Jackie Robinson Day. Wow, that's mm-hmm. so sad. And it's also he also is so the cool. only uh, Jackie Robinson also the only player to have his number retired for every team. No team wow. can have anybody else wear that number. That's yeah. really cool. Anyway, some, so some baseball facts coming at you in this nerd podcast. Hey, did you hear that October 30th, you can start watching Mandalorian season two? Um, you best believe that I saw that on Disney, uh, Disney's Instagram today and sent it to all my friends. I sent it oh, to... Oh, I didn't know it was on their Instagram. It was. It was on their Instagram. And I sent it to... Who did I send it to? I sent it to Gabe and Marianne and Miriam and William. You didn't send it to me. I didn't send it to you, but I knew we would talk about it today. All right. So I'm excited for that. I'm glad they finished filming before the COVID hit. Me too. Oh, I can't wait to watch it. Y'all, so, if you're I'm, Mandalorian we... hungry, you should watch the um, behind the scenes videos. Yes, very good. They're so, so listen, cool. I got so, I got so psyched for it that I went and I watched the Nars Bark, Gnarls Barkley video, which was CeeLo Green. Uh, he he does he performs the song crazy mm-hmm. like ages ago on the MTV Music Awards and he comes out dressed as Darth Vader and his whole entire band is dressed as characters yes. from Star Wars. I will <laughs> watch that. Day. Fun. I don't even know. I don't even know the the words to that. Just that. And then I went down that rabbit hole and I had to watch him and Nicholas David. <laughs> Uh, you loved sing, that uh, play that funky white uh, white boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, um, did you see that Netflix has a new animated series coming out based on Jurassic Park? What? Yeah, it's called Camp Crustaceous. It's an animated series. What? That is wild. I saw this and I meant to text you about it, and I'm so glad you said Netflix because I would have forgot. Did you see? There's a Cobra Kai. TV show? Yeah, that's been out, but that's been on YouTube. It's on, on Netflix. Is now. it on Netflix now? It's on Netflix oh, now. Oh God! God because it you, was YouTube, it was YouTube only. It has. It's on because I got on Netflix um, to watch something, and that I was like Cobra Kai. It was like finish him, finish him, put him in a body bag. It was like that scene, and I was like, put him in a body bag. <laughs> Yeah, so it's a Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai's on Netflix too. So what's it rated? Dad, I have no idea. Straight up Netflix. Right. Probably. I could see it being on the harsher M side or, of PG or PG-13. Yeah, it'd be Or like TV-14 or something. Maybe higher than that even. Who knows? I, I have yeah. no idea. I want to see the show on Netflix called um, Warrior Nun. Have you I that? have gotten ads for that. It's popped up on my for you thing. I don't know if I want to watch it or not, but I'm mm-hmm. interested. Anyway, I know that it's out there. Where you're not. Um, 
What else came out? Oh, so Mulan? two. Uh, yeah, but I thought I would talk about that when we talk about Mulan. But yes, Mulan comes out this weekend. Mulan's already come out, hasn't it? Has it not? No, I think come it's, out this, it's weekend? this weekend. This weekend. Hmm. Yes, this weekend. So there are like four movies. This weekend, I'm going to watch four movies. You're going to watch? Oh, because you're going to go. You're going to be with Nate. Yeah, I'm going to watch uh, New Mutants, okay. Bill and Ted Three, Tenant by Christopher Nolan, and uh, probably Mulan. Dude, we'll Tenant looks spooky. But if I get Mulan, we'll probably purchase it, and we can just watch it and own it whenever you want to off of that's true. Thing. So that's true. There you go. Cool. But anyway, um, uh, they're leaked pictures from the movie dune that they just made you are stoked about dune yes dune um, is one of your favorite books the dude from the one guy is the lead guy that you know from i think he was in rogue one yes the main guy yes i don't know his name i'm bad with actors names oscar something or other yes he's in it dave patista is in it yes uh, so but they leaked pictures. It oh. looks fantastic. That's supposed to come out in December. I think. I hope it's. I, I hope it's good because I was be stoked about. Movie. Ooh, that could be our Christmas movie. What was our last I'm year's Christmas movie? What? Do you remember? I don't remember. No. Shooty booty. What was it? I don't know. For for you guys don't realize that every Christmas day, our family, along with Sally and Petey Wilson, go to see a movie. Petey mm-hmm. Wilson are um, our kids' godparents. Mm-hmm. Miriam's, really. But well, they've adopted all of us. Yes. Yeah. They're our family. We've adopted them. Exactly. We love them a lot. Hi, Sally and Petey. We love you. Woo-hoo, shout out. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't remember what movie we watched. I, I am so mad that I, I know a couple years ago it was um, Mary Poppins, but well, we, that didn't come out last year. That came out two years ago. Yeah, I don't remember what it was. Okay, can we go back to Mulan for a second? Yeah, go ahead. I am sad that there's not going to be any singing in it. Yeah, yeah, it's okay though. I mean, I talked. I talked to Gabe about it because I was salty. And Gabe is Hannah's best friend, um, and one of her best friends, and he works for Disney. He does. He worked for Disney in the Disney College program, and then he worked for Disney as a um, character attendant, so one of those lovely people that show you when you can go be with the specific character and make sure that the um, the characters there are safe. And now Gabe has a big boy job working for Disney proper, not in the parks, but he still lives in Florida. I don't know what yeah. he does. Gabe, if you're listening to this, I'm so sorry that I don't know what your job is. I love you very much. I thought it was communication somehow. I think it is something with communications. He's so cool. He's going back to school. Anyway. He's kicking butt. Okay, I'm sorry. I just love him. Um, Get back. We were talking about it, and he was like, Hannah, the reason that they're doing the remakes is so that they can push them in a different direction. So it can be similar story, but have different stuff. But I'm like, I'm up here like, why can't, they got Christina Aguilera to come back and sing Reflection. They could have gotten. And she dressed up as her. Did you see the picture of her dressed up as? Didn't. I saw her looking in the pool. Yeah, she's dressed up as Mulan. They did made her up. It's the money. Show me the money. They're making money. They're making bank. That's why. Well, good. 
for them. So another thing I'm excited about is, um, they, apparently this has been out for a while and I have missed the boat. There is a trailer out for a new uh, sci-fi series that's coming out on Apple TV, what which we it? have, and I've never even watched anything on Apple TV. It's called Foundation, which the Foundation, the Foundation series is considered one of the top 10 sci-fi books of all time, written by Isaac Asimov. Do you know that Isaac name? Isaac Asimov. I Is that okay, the same guy he you wrote? wrote I Robot. I I love that I know. movie. So that that's a movie. He wrote a short story that they made the movie about. Yes, that, I know. Yeah, so, so anyway, I'm excited about that because I've read all three of those books. And I'm interested. I was going to say that. I've seen those books laying around the house. I thought. Yep, I have them paperback. Got them in order to take them on vacation. And I'm going to take one with me Friday when we go. Good. There you you should as you should, Dad. Any other last bit of news? Okay, yeah. Last bit stuff. of news is uh, Batman Day. Batman Day. The nineteenth, September nineteenth, is Batman Day. Okay, DC's Batman making Day. some big deal about it. I don't know what it's going to happen, but there you go. Batman what are they going to release on Batman Day? Oh, I don't know. Who knows? Um, what are you watching right now? Um, still on Bones. I'm not really watching any TV. I haven't had a chance to work down in the basement uh, lately. Yeah, so her arm. I fixed it. Good. I've just been busy doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah, so for sure. I, I, haven't, I really haven't been binging. I haven't, me either. I haven't really started anything new because I am being stubborn about not going back and watching Criminal Minds and I don't know what else to watch. I watched New Moon because all of the Twilight films. Oh, uh, Twilight. Twilight. All of the Twilight films were coming off With of Amazon Batman. Prime. But don't worry, Marianne told me that they're all back on Hulu. So they're there still. So I binged them all for Hilarious. no reason. I That's watched. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I watched A Letter to the King on. What is Netflix. that? I've heard that. What I is watched, that? It's a German um, story that is very famous. Is it German? I Googled it. Maybe Heck it's Heck if I know. If it isn't German, I'm so sorry for whoever wrote this story. It's a story, like it was paperback, and it's um, about this young man who is a knight, but he's not a knight. He's a novice, and the only reason he got picked is because his dad paid a lot of money for him to get in, um, has to deliver a letter to Isn't that why you got uh, picked for the plays here in Daddy, Montgomery County? Daddy, stop it. Sorry. Someone did think of that once. Um, so, <laughs> you suck. So, um, Shouldn't they, say that. Kids could listen to this. Yeah, I'm sorry. Daddy, you don't suck. Go. But I don't like it when Thank you make you. fun of me. I'm not um, making fun of you. Well, what you said was mean-spirited. I'm not of you. <laughs> Anyway, so who kids said have to that? deliver this letter, and there's a lot of stuff that happens in the meantime, and there's this gotcha. great darkness that they're trying to unravel, and there's this chosen one that they that's going to beat the darkness. And who is the chosen one? Is it one? just one movie? It's a TV show. It's a limited series. There's like six episodes, oh. and each of them are an hour long. Did you like it? It was eh. It okay, was like, so we're trying to be Would you recommend this, and who would you recommend it for? So it's rated PG. 
If you have a kiddo who likes Lord of the Rings-esque stuff or who you're wanting to introduce into fantasy, um, you could introduce this to them. There is no... um, There's a couple on-screen deaths. There's not a lot of blood or gore or anything like that. Um, There's like a weird half-kissing scene that's not a kiss but is. Um, That's weird. Some kids are put in peril. So if um, so, like um, secrets, events, uh, unfortunate events. Yeah, it's it's stuff. like that. It's that kind of vibe. Gotcha. So early middle school on. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah. So you're gonna keep watching it? I mean, I finished it. Oh, you watched them all? Yeah, I mean, there were only six episodes, and they were five. So hours. have you have you watched Lock and Key? I started to watch Lock and Key. And then something happened that freaked me out. See, that's what I did with Umbrella Academy. I got through the first uh, episode of Umbrella Academy and then haven't watched any more. I'm thinking about it again, Dad, and it, it's freak. So she, there's a key that lets you go into your mind. And See, because that's a comic book. Yes, I know, which is and why I started watching they just, they just last week Renewed started it? printing the next storyline. Yes. I thought about getting it, but I didn't. Dad, it's like there's a key that lets you go into your mind. And so it's these kids that go into this mind. They go into this girl goes into her own mind and kills her fear and buries it. Takes her fear out of her head and buries it. And after that happened, I'm like, something's going to happen. This fear is going to get out in the real world and come do something to you. And it's just like, "Eh." Eh, it's a little bit creepy, a little bit gotcha. It like that's that's there's a person in a well who talks, and it just to me felt very Pan's Labyrinth y in some spots. And Ooh, Pan's, I, a, and I just was like, I can't, I, I can't. BTW, that is rated R. Pan's Labyrinth is a fantastic movie, but only no, for it's adults. not. No, it's not. It's not a fantastic movie. <laughs> I thought it was well done. It's so bad. Well, William and I watched that, and I thought it was The Labyrinth. Like singing the labyrinth because I've never seen the labyrinth. Because oh, you've got to watch that. I've never seen it, and so I'm like, yes. Oh my gosh! So you thought you were watching the movie with David Bowie, (laughs) and instead you got Guillermo del Toro's horror flick. Oh, that's hilarious! And I sat there and was like, (laughs) (laughs) with the eyeball section, I didn't have the power of the babe. What babe? This babe. (laughs) That's what I was like. This is gonna. They were gonna sing, and it's gonna be great. And it's eyeball. Jennifer Conley and the Muppets. Jim Henson does the the Muppets at work or that or whatever. That's hilarious. We should watch that and talk about that. I don't. I'm down, but I don't know where we're gonna find it. Or or Dark Crystal, something like that. We need to do that. That would be fun. Dark Crystal's bad. All right. So, no, the original. You oh, got I started to remember watching when the this new was one. made. I started I watching the new one. The new one was good. You like the new one? Oh, well. I haven't watched any of them. Oh, I didn't like it. Okay. But they there were puppets, go. and I was like, ooh, this is, ooh. That makes it a little creepy because they're puppets. Yeah. Okay. What's on? Did you pull anything? Did you get any new comics this week? So, this week, I did not because I had to work. So I'm not going to get my comic books today until next week. Oh, no. But, but we recorded last Monday. We did. Oh, so, so you got bought books. them last week. What did you get last week? Yes. So what I got, okay, there's a couple things. One I want to talk about, I'm just going to talk about one, two, 
and then this will be for later three, and then we'll talk about one later. So Daredevil has been really hot. Daredevil is probably one of the best well-written Marvel comics right now. Um, The problem is it doesn't have a high readership, but the guy who's writing it, his name is Chip Zdarsky. And basically what happens at the beginning of, they're now like on issue 22, 23. So it's been going on for about two years, but what happened at the beginning of the series is that he stops a robbery or whatever. Some guy uh, like hits his head. One of the bad guys ends up dying at the hospital. Oh no. So daredevil is wanted for murder. Oh no. So he basically quits being daredevil quits. Doesn't put on the mask. He quits being the mat, putting the mask. Well, um, the kingpins involved. There's another, uh, like brother and sisters that are older, that are running even higher than Kingpin, that are evil. Long story short, he puts back on the mask to fight these guys along with Kingpin. Him, he and Kingpin he back and to back Kingpin. fight. They fight these villains. Oh, no. They fight the Rhino, uh, Bullseye, oh, no. Stiltman, a couple other people to win back their city. Okay. And then he then he turns himself in to be tried for murder. Oh. So. So this is what's happening. Um, but there's a law on the books that says that superheroes can be tried as their mask. So he doesn't have to take the mask so off. So he doesn't have to know. Oh, good. Because I was going to say, he's, everyone's going to know he's a lawyer okay. and he's never going to practice in that city again. All right. So here's the deal. Of course, Wilson Fisk, Kingpin hates him. They want him to go down anyway. So and he they like, just owns print- that city. Yes. So they just put out a annual which is just like a one shot. And so a couple of years ago, Matt Murdoch, daredevil. Yes. Created an alter ego called Mike Murdoch and oh, said no. he was his twin brother. Oh, no. So he basically created a twin brother. He was being both characters and said that his brother was daredevil, Mike Murdoch. Okay. So that's been going on for a while, but a couple of years ago, in order to battle this, Something going on in Hell's Kitchen. He didn't clone himself. Daredevil has... No. Listen, Daredevil gathers together a group to help him fight this. And one of them is an inhuman and who has has the ability to make things that are fantasy real, bring them into the real world. He accidentally brings Mike Murdoch to life. So Mike Murdoch now (laughs) is alive... No. His twin brother, but the thing is, is that he has no he has no life, and before when he was created, so he doesn't see what know I'm anything. saying. He just knows what the fictional thing that Matt Murdock made up about him. So in this issue, he is he's a bad guy, basically. You know, he's like the alter ego, the antithesis of the Daredevil. He gets a hold of an Asgardian Nornstone, of which has he does. the ability to change reality and he uses it to create put himself into the world so he rewrites so in this issue they rewrote daredevil's origin basically and it's not real it's just for the one shot no this is real now this is oh no canon for now forever no matt murdoch when he was born he was born with a twin so he still was injured and became blind and became daredevil. His brother was sort of like the bad guy. He's not evil, but he was just on the wrong side of the law all the time, blah, blah, blah. So 
he has now created himself and he is now working with Wilson Fisk's son who's now alive. Of course he is. So they are together. I can't wait to see where that goes. That's so that was pretty petrifying. interesting. So yeah, so they basically now, Matt Murdock grew up with a twin brother all of his life. That's which didn't silly. happen until, but like, yeah, cool. it's crazy. Mm-hmm. I like the so, wobbly timey-wimey when they do that. Thank you. That's a Doctor Who thing. Another comic book that they print out, put out was called The Maestro, which is The know, Hulk, The Incredible Hulk. I know Hulk. that name. Well, Maestro is just someone who directs No, like things. I know that name in like Marvel sphere, I think. Well, what happened was in the early 90s, mid-90s, they came out with a two-shot, like two-issue series called Future Imperfect, where you come to find out that uh, the Hulk is the only superhero alive, and he has destroyed everybody else, oh. and he's running the world. So this is uh, this is basically a short little series to show how the maestro became cool how the hulk became this creature called the maestro so that looks pretty interesting and actually today i got in the mail the future imperfect issues one and two Woo! hey did you get the the end of the moon night not yet avengers i probably i don't know if i'd get uh, not yet i didn't go oh no so i know i want to know what happens star brand child I do too, which is interesting because I just got another issue called the Infinity um, One through Six, which is talking about Thanos. Remember, remember last week I talked about Thor with his hammer. Yes, and about how Thanos we, we, actually is not Thanos. Brings these, how Thanos has the zombies around him. Yeah, yeah, and he has yeah. The, the stones, whatever. Yeah. So I went and got the comic book series that introduced Thor's son named Thane, who has the ability to control the dead. Oh no! And one Zombies of the characters and vampires in are in. Is a star brand? Is the star brand? The star brand is in it. Really? All six issues. As like a yes, grown up. I didn't. Or like an yes. adolescent. A grown up. Cool. So I don't know what's happening. Cool. Another comic book I got, which was a free comic book day comic book. Woo! Oh, I know about this. I, sent, I know. I'm it's dancing. You can't tell because it's visual. Me- but I'm dancing. <laughs> It's called Critical Role, Role Vox Machina Origins. Machina. 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 Sorry. I butchered You're fine. that. Explain this to me, Hannah. Okay. Tell everybody what this is. Dad texted me this and said, do you know what this is? Question mark. And I had a conniption. I, okay. So Critical Role is this um, group of voice actor friends who get together to play Dungeons & Dragons. So they were playing their own, just for funsies, Dungeons & Dragons game. It wasn't the one that we listened to that you were in, was it? No. No. Okay. No. Those are are some of my internet friends that live in England. These are people that... Is this Johnny Be Good Lightly? No. Okay. Not Johnny. Anyway, go ahead. Let's join the party. Anyways, I listen to a lot of Dungeons & Dragons podcasts because they are awesome. Critical Role is on Twitch. So they were um, asked by Geek & Strundry if they would like to do a Twitch stream. So if they would like to play their Dungeons & Dragons game on Twitch and just see if people would like it. Just to see. Because they're already doing it anyways and having fun. So let's just see if other people have fun watching them. That has turned into... 
hundreds of hours of them playing this Dungeons and Dragons game. They're on their second campaign. The first campaign, they meet, they like stream on Thursday nights. So their thing is, is it Thursday yet? That's what they always say. And they have Vox Machina and they have the Mighty Nine. So Vox Machina um, is their first campaign, which is the campaign that they play at their own homes. And then the Mighty Nine is the campaign that they've always been playing live in front of people. So gotcha. the Vox Machina um, comic book um, has, it's been turned, they have like fan art and all sorts of this crazy things. The people in it. Yeah. So this has been out for a while. I didn't realize it. It's been out for I a thought long I would start, time. Yeah. So this is not the first comic book. Yeah. So they um, actually, I'm explaining it so poorly, but it like started it's okay. out really small. It, is tur- it started, yeah. It's, and, it's and then it became huge. It's became a um, a animated series. No, not yet. So they have started. They last year, last summer, Ray did a Kickstarter to raise money. They wanted um, seven seventy five. Is it if it's seven five zero three zero? Is it seventy five hundred dollars? Seventy five thousand. Seventy five thousand. Seventy five. Seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. They so wanted that zeros. much money to do one episode. They raised over, what? they wanted that much money to do one animated That's three-fourths of a million dollars. They raised- That's a lot of over, money. They raised over $5 million. They raised like $5.4 gotcha. million dollars and are making an entire animated series. And that animated series has been picked up by Amazon Prime. And it's going to be released in the next couple of years. So, so they, this, the comic book is, this is like, um, they have like two runs of the comic book already. Yeah. The comic books are cool. It. They're cool. I haven't, I haven't. Yeah, the met art's them, good. But I've seen the art. The art in it looks really interesting. And the character, they're just this. So this. It looks campaign, very anime ish. Yeah. This campaign's not for kids. This is a grown up, grown person campaign. They do grown up things. They sometimes say bad words. They do grown up things. Rated M for mature on the comic book cover. Yes. They it's, is, printed, it's put out by uh, Dark Horse, which it is, is a grown comic up. book. If you that, are one uh, also puts out Hellboy. I'm going to my podcast app to pull up my Dungeons and Dragons podcast that I listen to. Oh no, it is still updating. I listen to a lot of them. Okay. That's terrible. <laughs> I don't listen to a lot of podcasts. If you're li- if you're wanting to have um, a podcast, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast to listen to with your young ones, a good one to listen to would be Fate and the Fable Maidens. It's family-friendly podcasts. It's run by four awesome. women. And they um, do um, family-friendly storylines. And it's kind of like modern e so like they had one where they went to a um a concert so some of them it's like lord of the rings but like with technology gotcha yeah okay. the critical role well, that's cool awesome. i have one sorry well i have one more comic book but i'm not going to talk about it until after we talk about our comic books okay do we want to do so, batman first then no let's do mulan okay so, uh, so we watched the animated movie Mulan. We did. Um, uh, so the coolest thing about that movie, I think, is uh, Eddie Murphy as Mushu. Oh, my goodness. The best. One of, if not the best. Dishonor part on you. Dishonor, dishonor on your on family. Your dishonor on your cow. And then he goes, move along, Heffa. Move along, Heffa. Perfect. And it's a horse. 
He's like, so you're going to tell me you're not even a cow at the very end. <laughs> yes. So he has... And it's he, got so much good music. Isn't it? Is it Ming-Na Wen who, who plays... Ming-Na Wen, who's also agent... Uh, Age, who's uh, in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. Oh, I can't remember her name. She loves Coulson. Is it Lee? May. Agent May. May. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who's yeah, Ming-Na Wen is the voice... Of uh, Mulan. Yeah. And it's, she does a phenomenal job. There's, okay, so some things that I love about the movie. So this is, this is G, right? I think. Yeah. I mean, this is okay for kids. Uh, The funny thing is, is that Nathan was in the musical in middle school. No, he wasn't. Was he? Yes, he, yes, he was. He was the, he was the, um, the the kings the person the king sent to go yes to he bowed sh- a lot yes what was his he name bowed. the 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 guy that nobody likes the the yes, secondary bad guy i don't remember what his name is he's not really a bad guy but uh, yes he's yeah. and he's not a good guy he's, he's a turd, turd but he's, he's turd. not the villain he's, he's not, not one of the huns he's not a hun come I, on man let's get down to business <laughs> I don't understand what you're laughing at. Yeah, that was good, Dad. That was yeah, good. Gave the, me, an, I asked for a son, and I got daughters. The music in it is so good. Okay, so before we go any further, um, if people got to watch the Disney sing-along, yes, Donnie Osmond from and his kid the, and his kiddos, grandkids, grandkids. Which is funny because he sings, he is the voice of, in the singing of the, of the, the male. Lead. I'm the, looking up their names because we need yes. to know what. So he sings that song. Are. Let's get down to business. That's Donny Osmond. The Huns. The Huns. And did you know that George Takei from Star Trek is really? one of the elders? No. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm looking up. I'm looking at the cast. So we have Mulan, Mushu, Li Shang, Mulan. Oh, the 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 uh, Shifu. That's the guy who's a turd. Shifu. Yes, that was who Nathan was. That was so funny. Yes, first ancestor Fa is George Takai. Yes, it's so good. So, so what did you like about this movie? I really liked that she ultimately learned that the best way she's able to help the people that she loved is by being herself. It's, yeah, it's good. I yeah. also really loved um, – so this is just a moment that when I was a girl, I was like, that's so cool. When um, – so Mulan is the person who, if you haven't seen Mulan, okay, come on. It came out in 1998. I'm not going to ruin, this is not me ruining Mulan. <laughs> <laughs> and so right. she shoots at the mountain to make there be an avalanche. Correct. To destroy the Hun army. and To so, defeat the Huns. To defeat the Huns. And she goes back to say, hey, that they survived. And the leader of the army, whose name I cannot remember... Army leader. The army leader guy. Shoot Basically me. says, go home. No, no. The, the Hun leader. Arrest the leader her. of the Huns. So he's, he's busting up Shang. 
like busting him up. Like Shang's about to be dead. Mm-hmm. And so is the emperor. And Mulan puts her hair behind her back and holds it. And is like, I'm the one you're looking for. And he doesn't like his first thought isn't you're a girl. His first thought isn't, but that doesn't make any sense. He's like, oh, you're the soldier from the mountain. I'm going to bust you up. And I thought that was so cool. It was just like this guy. She, it was not about like what gender she was or gotcha. um, what she looked like in that moment. It was, oh, you're a soldier and you're the one who ruined my people. So now I'm going to come after you. So I thought that was really cool. It wasn't, you're a girl. It was, oh, you're that, you're that person. I thought this movie had the perfect amount of humor and seriousness. And serious, for sure. Yeah. I mean, um, Eddie Murphy sometimes can be over the top and just too much, but <laughs> I, I don't know how much he, I don't know how much he um, was allowed to yeah. ad lib, but it was perfect. And uh, I am sad that we're not going to have any of the music, like you said, mm-hmm. and no Mushu in the movie. They're trying to make it more realistic in the live action movie. I mean, which makes sense. Going back to Gabe's point, it's a way for them to show the story in a different way, or in your point, to make a little. Yeah, but they haven't change. done that with any of the. They haven't done that with any of the other and movies the, that they uh, realified. The Cinderella one. I thought the Cinderella one was just as. Cinder, here's the deal with Cinderella. Cinderella, they have made that a bazillion times. So the Cinderella movie felt more like the Brandy. Really? The new one? The, yeah, the new Cinderella movie they made. It felt more like it the original like Cinderella, Cinderella story. No, because like the, the original Cinderella story. You know, this, the one that you were in. It oh, felt more Rogers like the original. Cinderella. Exactly. It felt like that Cinderella. Okay. Correct. Not necessarily brand. Brandy Cinderella is the best Cinderella. I found it on YouTube and watched it. And Brandy Cinderella is phenomenal. Yeah, that's really good. I admit. So good. The funny is Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg. I think Whoopi Goldberg is going to be in something geek soon. Isn't is she? Did I read that she was going to be the Ursula? Is that what I read? Maybe, maybe I might I don't have read know. that. I the Poor beginning song soul. when Mulan shows up and they're getting her ready to meet the matchmaker is uh, a bop, and I bop to it. I like to listen. I don't to like it. that though. And and I'm, I mean, I just think it's funny. It's like this is what you give me to work with. I just, uh, it's so funny. The grandma in it. Is I understand. So good. I understand um, that, but I did. I don't like the premise of matchmaking. I mean, I, uh, but you know, of course, that's old school. But it yeah. reminds me of uh, one of my favorite musicals, Fiddler on a Roof. Yes. Matchmaker, matchmaker. Because it's sad. And she, she, I just, I don't know. I just, there's like a part of every little girl and every like little human and every adult, really, like every person sometimes feels like they're out of step and that they don't necessarily belong where they are or that they make the people that they love um, sad or feel like that they dishonor them in some way. Everyone's felt like that. So it's been, the movie is a really beautiful way to see like how just being yourself can show the people that you love and even the people that make fun of you that the best thing that you can be is yourself. Dishonor on you, dishonor on your cow. 
Um, Mulan two. We didn't watch that, but that also exists. If you didn't know. Oh, I didn't even. I didn't even realize it. There's a Mulan two. The music doesn't bop as well, but there is one song, and all of the um, male soldiers that Mulan works with. <gasps> they find love. I found out what Whoopi Goldberg was going to be in. Who is she going to be? So. Um, one of my, fi- I'm not a big Stephen King fan, but he has a book that's 17,000 feet thick called The Stand, and they made it yes. into a miniseries ages ago. And she is going to be in this. She's going to be in The Stand. Is that is that alien? Is that aliens? No, 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 no. It's v- it's got a lot of spirituality in it. Gotcha. Um, it's basically about uh, the rapture. Like half the people in the on the world die. And then the ultimate evil is in Las Vegas. And then there's a group of good people and they have to go fight the evil. Um, so, yes, that's so what I thought. taking a stand. Okay. Why did I think, who's mm-hmm. going to be Ursula? I'm stoked about the new Ariel is coming out. That cast look is. I don't, I don't know who's going to be Ursula. All I remember is, uh, what's her face? Uh, um, Queen Latifah was Ursula in the made for TV one, right? Maybe that's, I don't know. Yeah, that's that one was. She was. was I know not, she was. Like a, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. I watched it. They, so, they like cut pieces of the original film. Okay, for those of you who don't know me, Little Mermaid is the first movie I ever watched on um, a big um, a movie theater. In a movie theater. Mm-hmm. And you were like four, maybe two. I don't know. Pretty yes, little. I have the ticket stub still. Mom and dad kept it for me. And apparently, as legend says, I turned to mother and father and said, whoever thought of this giant TV, it was a very good idea. And that has been my love of film ever since. (laughs) But yeah, I love Mulan. That's the start. I love Mulan. I think it's very good. Yeah, two thumbs up. Gold star. Yes, I do too. I agree. Gold star. So. I I think if you buy the new one on Premiere Disney Access, I'm going to watch it. Well, if we buy it on Disney Premier Access, you get to keep it forever. Yes. Well, at least as long as the internet exists until the world comes to an end or someone takes over the interweb. I am excited to see what they think about it. Apparently, a lot of it was shot in, like all all of it was shot in China and the majority of actors are Chinese actresses and actors. So I think it's going to be really cool. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So, um... Dis, uh, DC has a new movie coming out called Death in the Family, which is a, I think we mentioned this just briefly, which is a choose your own ending movie. Where's it coming out on? Netflix? No, no, no. No, they're making it, releasing it. You'd have to buy it. Um, and then eventually they'll let it out. No, it'll won't be on HBO Max because DC is owned by AT&T, which owns Warner Brothers, which owns HBO. Okay, cool. So that's where you'll Good eventually to know. see it. So that has a lot to do with the comic book Hannah read. Can I tell you you my like first thoughts? Go. So I read. First of all, this is Batman issues. 426 through 429. There you go. Four issues. So. They came out in the late 80s, early 90s. It doesn't say day. It just says. It's inside the book. It's the late 80s. It says December 88. Oh, there you go. Late 80s. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So it's called A Death in the Family. My first thought is DC is trying to grunge up 
what they're doing here. DC is trying to say, yo, this is for adults. This is not for your kids. It even says DC comics aren't just for kids. Oh, they did start that. What do you think about the covers? The covers are pretty minimalistic, the but... The covers are interesting. It's very... it's very. So the covers are um, on one side is red and then a character. And then on the right side, it's black. Says a death in the family book blank of four. And then explains what happened slash what's mm-hmm. going to happen in the book. So it's not... The covers are by one of my favorite artists, Mike Mignola, who created... Yeah, it says Hellboy. Yeah. He created Hellboy. So they're gritty. Like there's some like gore on the third Mm -hmm. one. The third one is uh, Robin who's just been beaten pretty badly and he's bloody and his mouth is open and he does not, he's not looking good. So my, Okay. okay, first thoughts, we're trying to grit up, grunge up Batman, make him more appealing for older folks. Who maybe this came out character. after Batman the Dark Knight, which was the, a big deal. Um, comic book, four-issue comic book that came out that was Batman set in the future where he has to fight Superman because Superman's become a pawn. And actually, they took a lot of the scenes from that comic book when For they the made the Batman versus Superman movie. Yeah. 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 So, so go ahead. Um, thoughts. Lots of words. Yes. Like lots of like inner dialogue. So lots of this is what Batman is thinking. This is what Joker is thinking. Mm-hmm. That's something that I've noticed in the older comic books you're having me read is that there's a lot more dialogue in the older comic books than there are in the newer comic books that I've read. Yeah, the newer comic books, they hit more on graphic. It's hard to find a newer comic book that really focuses on storytelling, which is, which is sad because that's where the real story is, of course. Now, you can tell a story by having great art, but the writing. So this this is basically Robin trying to find his mom. Yeah, trying. Yeah. So Robin was okay. an orphan. Um, this is the second Robin. This is not the name? Robin we all grew up with. They hate him. Huh? They straight up hate him. So I was reading through all- Jason Todd. I'm not his kidding. His name is Jason Todd. There's, so up oh, until- Go ahead. Okay, up until let me get, let me tell this. Up in you know, the, everybody's watched the TV show in the old school movies. Dick Grayson was Robin. Well, Dick Grayson leaves behind the mantle of Robin and becomes Nightwing in uh, Tales of the Teen Titans. He becomes Nightwing, and then Batman. It's always been felt that Batman needs a Robin, so this is his new Robin called Jason Todd. And Hannah is correct. For the most part, most comic book fans. Can't stand Jason Todd as Rob. He's extremely whiny, and actually, I don't think he's extremely uh, has a good moral center. He doesn't. Not based on these four comic books. This dude's just does it look like, like he kills I'm, somebody? He's like, I'm gonna beat everybody up. I'm just gonna kill them all. Yeah. He just so what's the like, basis Ugh. of the story? So the basis of the story is Joker has escaped from Arkham Asylum. Um, and mm-hmm. the government has seized all of his property. So the, gov- uh, the Joker is like, yo, if I want to run with the people that I used to run with, I need to get some money. So he had a missile, like a nuclear missile that he had off the books. How you get an off the books <laughs> nuclear <laughs> missile? It's the Joker. What? I'm like, okay, yeah, of course he did. Of course, somehow he managed that. So he 
goes to sell it in a country in the Middle East. Some, I can't remember exactly where it was. Yes, I don't remember. It was probably insensitive. So yeah, it just go. Yes, yeah. is extremely insensitive. And the Joker goes to do that. And while this is happening, Batman is like, I got to find the Joker. And uh, Robin is like, I got to find my birth parents. I want to find my mom. And so they both meet in the same country. And Yeah, it just happens to be that his birth mom is in the same, yeah. Yeah, in the same country as Joker is trying to sell everything, as as it would happen, as that would happen. That's and um, <laughs> the Robin, Robin's like, you came for me. You care. And Batman's like, nah, you ran away and I'm here to get the job. <laughs> I know. So the thing about this book is that at the end of issue three, the Joker yes. beats, beats him. the crap out of him with, with a, a crowbar. crowbar. And then you're like, oh, my gosh. But he doesn't end it there. He blows the building up. Yeah. So right? he, I'm trying to find the panel. It's, it's four. It's like I'm trying to see to make sure that I tell you the right thing. I'm pretty sure it's like, yeah, it's a good chunk. It's half yes. a page. And it's one, okay, two, so- three, four. It's like him just straight up. Like you don't see anything happening. You just see the Joker's mm-hmm. creepy face with a crowbar, which does the job. Right. Spooky. The, the interesting thing about this book is that at the end of issue three, they put a 1-900 number. Hannah is putting it up. You can't see it because this is, like again, not a visual media. But there is a 1-900 number. For all you kids who are really young, 1-900 numbers were numbers you could call that cost you money, like a buck, and you could vote whether you wanted Robin to live or die. So basically it was left up into the hand of the readers whether they wanted Jason Todd to live or die. So yeah, this was printed in 88 and it says Robin will die because the Joker wants revenge, but you can prevent it with a telephone call. Call this number, the Joker fails and Robin lives. Call the other number, the Joker succeeds and Robin will not survive. You will be charged 50 cents for each call, which will be connected to the acknowledgement message. Like the vote was like, I don't know, 7,000 to 1,000. It says, so it says the final tally in only 72 votes of the 10,614 voted to keep Robin. They, everybody voted to kill him. So in, issue, in the fourth issue of this miniseries, they killed Jason Todd. He is no more. He is dead. So, which is pretty um, uh, unbelievable. I can't believe it. The thing about it is, is that in the late 90s, uh, a character known as Red Hood comes, comes to be a villain, and it is Jason Todd. He is not dead. He is back. I lived, and, and now I hate you. And that is exactly right. The thing about it is, is that when the Joker was originally, one of his origin stories, he was called the Red Hood. So he takes the persona of the Joker's origin and calls himself the Red Hood. Okay, so I was talking yesterday with my neighbors, and one of them's name is Timmy. And Timmy says that there is this new series called Death of the Family. 
Have you heard of that? Yes, that's not new. That's not new. It, but yes, Death of the Family is actually included in the movie. That's part of the movie gotcha. too. Yes. Okay. He mm-hmm. also mentioned that in the three Joker storyline, the Joker talks about <gasps> beating Batman, be, beating Robin up with a crowbar. Okay. So we're going to jump into this. Let's just do it. Okay. So Jason Todd, AKA Red Hood, was yeah. killed by the Joker, beaten with a crowbar. In 1980. Barbara Gordon. Barbara Gordon in the late 80s, early 90s, was he shot. Was paralyzed. That happened before and this. abused. Huh? That happened right before this because they talked about Barbara in this. They were like, yeah, but you paralyzed the guy's daughter. Oh. So it mentioned that so in the comic book. And abused her. Oh, I didn't. I'm oh, leave I leave it at that. that. At, least, oh. at least we think that. I didn't realize it when I read the comic book, but talking it over with other comic book people believe that's what happened. Wow. So, there is a new comic series out now called Batman the Three Jokers, DC Black Label. Which and is, yes. So which means grown it up. is right. Which means so, we're grown up stuff. Not necessarily grown up, but this is definitely grown up. It means that it's not necessarily DC continuity. Okay, so gotcha. basically what it is is that there are three jokers. There have always been three different Jokers. Like and there always Dread will Pirate be three Roberts. Jokers. Yes, but they're all three at the same time. Okay. So there's the so there's the Joker that did that to uh, Jason, Jason Todd, Todd. The jo- the Joker that did it to Barbara Gordon, and the Joker who has always menaced Batman. They call gotcha. him the Clown, the Criminal, and the, another one starts with a C. Clown, Criminal. I can't remember. Anyway. Confused one. Dad. <laughs> oh, no. Dad's show. Okay, so dad, again, not a visual medium. Dad's showing me the cover of Batman and the Three Jokers. Of course you have that laying with you. We didn't talk about this beforehand, so it's cool that you have that pic- holding up. But it's the picture. The picture is Joker's face, and he's holding a crowbar that has some nastiness on it. Yes. So this is the three different Jokers. And um, how they're going to be handled throughout this book. And it is a fantastic book. The Clown, the Criminal, and the something else. Starts with a C. What would it be? Those are the only two ones I can think of. The Crown. The Crown. Is it The Crown, maybe? No. Dad, I can see that while you're flipping through the book. And that face is creepy. I know it's super creepy. I'm it's not gonna spooky art. Be able to find it, so I'm gonna Google anyway. It. So the the Red Hood is in it. Barbara Gordon's in it. This is a fantastic comic book. The end of issue one has a surprise ending, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil it if anybody wants to go read it. Um, so yeah, the criminal. That's the one for Batman. The yeah, all that I've ever seen is, is it the, I would think it'd be something with crown because he's always called the clown prince of crime. So it makes yeah, sense that it would it. be clown criminal and something with like royalty. No, that ain't it. I guarantee that ain't it. But anyway, we'll find it. We'll talk about it later. Um, but yeah, so this is a great uh, comic book and it's going to be a couple issues. It's been a long time in the works. 
And uh, I'm interested to see where it is. But, and that's a good thing because DC's going to almost all Batman. So No, that'll work you for you. Yeah. A comedian. Anyway, the comedian. comedian. The clown, the comedian, and the criminal. I Googled it. There you go. Google. Way to go, Google. Google. So we were going to talk yeah. about our five favorite X-Men, but we're not going to get to it. No, we're not. Good, because I didn't think about it. we've been talking for a while. Oops. Yeah, we'll do it next week. Five okay. favorite X-Men. Five favorite X-Men. Right. I This was a cool comic book series, Dad. I'm really enjoying reading the older ones and comparing them to some of the newer ones, just to see yeah. the differences in the art, the differences in language, differences in like how people create the stories and stuff like that. Like I don't read as much comic books as you do, but like- You don't read, yes. I, I know. Like you I don't, don't but like- comic. You read all the time, but you just don't read comic books. I That's mean, cool. I, I really enjoy the comic books that I do enjoy. Like I really loved mm-hmm. reading the Exiles comic books that you have. Oh, that was fun. ElfQuest is- ElfQuest. My jam. I read that when I was in middle school and I still try to read it like every year or so. Um, so I'm like aware of comic books. Yeah. yeah. Ish. Well, these are, it's these interesting. are topical. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll pick something else that's topical um, and we'll, I have, I'll get I have you this something. that you passed to me before I left your, the house. Do you want me to read that? Oh, finger guns. Finger guns. Yeah. We'll talk about it's finger guns. Out. That's a newer comic <laughs> book. And, um, it's a really good book. It it's looks awesome. Powers- serious, they tackle some serious stuff. It's. No, not at all. It's not. It's not by it's, it's not. not by DC or by Marvel. It's by Vault. Yes, Vault has some really cool comic books coming out right now. I am not familiar with that company, but um, lately I've been getting several issues of, of Vault Comics, and I just think they're good. Cool. So there you go. Um, any news about our fave Adventure Man? I did get Adventure Three. Good. I will share that next week. Okay. I got it in the mail. Well, don't I want to read she, it? So don't spoil it. All right, she's just getting really big, like tall. Literally, she's she's like big. increasing yeah. in size. Yes, increasing in size. That's awesome. Cool. So yeah. yeah. Okay. So next week, well, what movie are we going to watch, Dad? So we're going to do Finger Guns. We're going to talk about our five favorite X Men. What movie? Do I you- don't know. Let's. I don't know. We'll figure that out. And um, we'll talk about it. I would like to do. I think if we could find the the labyrinth, that would be cool. I to do to watch actually it. I watch just that. Don't know. Yes, because yes, I want to do that. We might have to rent it on Amazon Prime, and then just you know, you got seventy two hours to watch it. I'm so down. Sounds like a plan. Well, we awesome. will either watch. I know the labyrinth Nate or would we love it because he loves that. He. I yeah. have a video of you and Nathan singing the labyrinth song. Dance, baby, dance. That's funny. I have it of you all at the drive-in two years ago. Well, listen, thank you folks for joining us on this adventure. Yes, and friends. let us know what you think. Please comment, blah, blah, blah. Oh, P.S. We should have a logo up. Soon. We have art. So, I know. sis and Biggs Pops. Okay, I'm going to do an end roll, and then we're going to say goodbye. Go. How does that end roll. I don't know what that means. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you all so much for listening to episode five of Sis and Big Pops Culture. We are so glad that you were here. Yep. Um, Ditto. Again, we're figuring out our technical issues, but it will be what it is, and it will be good, and you will. And the grow funny thing with is, us. is, I don't really care if anybody else likes it. I'm having we like fun. Doing it. Yes. Ditto. Um, our art for our graphic design is done by Nathan Dean Turner. Shout out to Nate. Thanks for doing that for us, Bud. On like, on like that itty bitty, that crazy 
Microsoft Paint, ladies and gentlemen. Nathan <laughs> created our art logo in Microsoft Paint. Someone get that yes. boy Procreate and he could do anything. Exactly. <laughs> it's edited by Dad and I. And I we're glad nothing. that you're here. Ditto. Well, thanks, sweet friends. That's what you always say. That's my sweet friends. Yep. We'll see you all next time. No, we won't see you. Next time. We'll chit-chat with you next time. (laughs) That's exactly right. (laughs) Have a great night, guys. Bye, you all.